Thank me later, yeah, I know what I said. But later doesn't always come, so instead. Follow your passion first. First, 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 first. Um, and when I retired from the game, you know, I sat there asking kind of all the wrong questions. You know, what's the biggest industry I can get into? And it's all the wrong stuff. And you got to sit there and ask yourself, okay, what am I truly passionate about? What do I enjoy doing? And when you feel that way, I, honestly, I mean, you feel like you have never worked a day in your life. It's the most fun thing in the world. You get up in the morning excited about what you're doing. And you got to be really honest with yourself about it. If you wake up in the morning and you're dreading going to work, dude, do something else. <laughs> do something else. And those are hard decisions to make. But when you make those decisions, it's a very liberating experience. And you find out that the rewards will come. Mic check, mic check. One, two, one, two. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back. This is the Thank Me Later podcast. This is your boy, Nutty. Slow, slow Jam Philly. Slow Jam <laughs> Philly checking in super, super slow. Um, <laughs> we, we are, again, we are back. Um, this is episode number 11. Uh, we crossed our milestone at 10 episodes, so... Appreciate everybody rocking with us uh, since then, um, but we are here. Now we can start hitting you guys with more episodes. Yeah, we, we coming with that fire, but keep um, them coming for sure. Um, even though uh, we are back, we are here on somewhat of a it's a somber week um, for for the world, and we felt like you know it was not a duty, but we just felt the need while it's somewhat still fresh to um, get back to doing this and and really dive into it and, and talk about it. Um, for me, you know, January 26, 2020 is, is going to be a day that nobody forgets. I know for me, I remember June 25th, 2009, like it was yesterday when, when one of my idols, uh, Michael Jackson, passed away. Um, indeed, this week we are talking about the one and only, the Black Mamba, uh, Mr. Kobe Bryant, his daughter Gigi, and seven other people um, passed away in a tragic uh, helicopter accident in L.A. this past Sunday. Um, we were supposed to originally record on Tuesday, um, but I know, you know, I'm, I'm let me just, I'm a, I, was, I was always a fan of Kobe's, but, you know, because I grew up in the Bay, I was a Warrior fan, I never hung on to him that way. And besides, I never played basketball. But for someone like Phil, mm -hmm. um, grew up playing basketball, and Kobe was his dude, we were going to record Tuesday, but it was I knew it would be too tough to, to get in that early. Um, but now that we're here, um, we're pretty much going to take the whole episode and not only talk about Kobe, talk about his legacy, um, but we're gonna dive life, into things as life in general. Yeah, life in general. Yeah. How you you know how you deal with grief and mm -hmm. how how people differ. You know, grieve differently. The mm -hmm. different ways that you know the different ways, different stages of grief and the levels of grief that people go through. So, um, like I said, you know, Phil grew, grew up idolizing Kobe. Um, I knew he took it tough, so I I was not gonna hold it against him that we did not record earlier this week. But um, I knew at, at some point this week we had to get in here and somewhat dive into it. So I'm going um, I'm to I'm I'm kick it off and, and kick it over the field just so he can, you know, just so you guys can understand the, the level 
of admiration and respect that, you know, not only feel, but others um, around the world feel for Kobe. So um, um, I'm going to let Phil jump in there uh-huh. and talk, and we kind of just go, go back and I forth never... and, and, and let it ride. But like you said, I mean, January 26, 2020 will be a day we never forget. Um, I think it's just, I mean, it's just crazy. I mean, it's still like even talking about it, it just seems unreal. I mean, it just doesn't even seem real. It's like this bad dream. I remember my boy in my other group chat um, sent us a link in TMZ from TMZ. And he's like, yo, is this real? And... And right right away, right away, no lie, I put LOL, no. Like, what are you talking about? Like, literally, LOL, no. <laughs> like, just like that. And then I went on social media. There was nothing on social media, really. Um, went to my other boys' group chat. There was nothing. Um, and then I typed it in. And then all of these verified accounts, like Fox News and stuff, started coming up a little bit. And I still kind of didn't believe it. Um, until like sources, like more credible sources started coming out. And then I was like, whoa. And then my heart dropped. And then I just stayed in the same spot in my living room couch for three hours. And I was just stuck and I didn't move. I instantly text Danny and text a group like, hey, I'm, I can't. I mean, I'm not coming. I just can't. Like, it was just a shell shock. Um, yeah, it's, it, it's just. Cause I, I mean, it's hard. I have so much to say about Kobe. I mean, it's hard talking about it because again, like he's not here, especially because he was just here the night before congratulating Bron on passing him. Um, but Kobe was like, he was like, I don't idolize men like that besides my dad, but he was one guy who like, if I, I wanted to like hang out with and see, um, just because of not him being an amazing basketball player, but he encouraged a young young black boy like me to have dreams and pursue my dreams hard. Like I remember I like the last argument me and my mom probably had was because I'm a dreamer and I've always been a dreamer and I was a dreamer because of Kobe because he showed me that no matter what you do, if you work hard at it, you could achieve it and kill, basically kill everything in front of you. So that's what I tried to do. I tried to move like Kobe. I tried to work like Kobe. I remember my mom saying, well, don't you have a plan B if you don't make the NBA? And I was like, what, you don't believe in me? Like, that was our last argument because I wanted to go so hard. Like, I'm, I'm going to make it. Kobe made it. I'm going to make it. Even though I didn't make the NBA, I literally take everything Kobe has done and just apply it to my life. Like... I just try to just the way I move, like the way I I interact with people, the way he he is in his interviews, how knowledge knowledgeable he was about facts, ideas, and just watching him grow and like watching hearing him passing was like a part of me went missing, and that's probably why it was so gut wrenching to me, um, because he just like he just inspired me so much on another level that I didn't even know that I could be inspired. Like I do these podcasts, of course, me and Danny, we, we inspire each other. We motivate each other. But I mean, I do, I do lifestyle everything and I want to achieve certain goals and lifestyle, everything, not be, I mean, because of Kobe, like, of course for myself, but Kobe is 
what made it possible for me to even think that we could even have a brand that we could even be successful yeah. like and he touched so many not even athletes it was just people in general like that's why people feel this not athletes that's why you have people who never played a sport in their life crying and you have you know doctors and just past you just have everybody feeling it like the world stopped because of what he meant not just to basketball but to the world and just to have like the the relationship him and his daughter had it just crushes me even more just to see the pictures of them and see how he he was with his girls and he just wanted to he seemed to me happier i mean granted i only seen kobe mode mamba mentality kill everything in your way i seen that playing basketball but after basketball i seen a whole different side of him yeah. like smiling like mentoring like giving back and it was just like wow this is great to see like he's really happy like he's really cool with retiring yeah um and just watching his videos countless nights and hours and trying to you know shoot like him and model my jumper i remember i had a picture on my wall from like my eighth grade year all the way to my senior year until we remodeled my room even when i went to college of the exact way kobe shot the ball and i would go to the gym and i would try to shoot the exact way every time like right there every day like and i used to see it and i just would be like and you start thinking to yourself like what would kobe do like kobe literally had started his own business he's he wrote books like he really made it he really broke all the stereotypes of a young black man when odds are all stored against him. Like you think of it as like, he didn't go to college, but he knows like six languages. Yeah. <laughs> like he's so educated and so knowledgeable on everything. It's like, there's way, there's a different avenue. Like your route does not have to be the same as anybody else's. Like there's a different avenue for everything you do as long as you work hard at it, like as long as you put in the work and work hard at it, you're going to achieve something and something good is going to come out of that. And that's just what he taught me, like watching him. And there's just so much more. Like I could talk about Kobe forever. And granted, yes, we're talking about him. But I just think even there's nothing good that came out of this because I'm still in shock and it's in disbelief. Yeah. But even that just made me cherish people more and I already cherish people and I already cherish life but literally you don't know when God is going to call you and it's just it's it's honestly just just very tough for me to believe like why this happened to him and that's why I'm having a hard time understanding like why would this happen to such an amazing man and girl and the other families the other seven on the like her best friend was on there and his parent I mean her parents and you know, like, why do things like this happen to people? And just, that's what's, that's what I'm having a hard time understanding. And granted, you know, I always try to walk by faith and not by sight. And, you know, trust God and trust his plan. But, I mean, that this is just what I'm struggling at right now. And I hope God can help me through it. Um, but that's just what I'm struggling with right now. And it's just hard. Yeah. It, it, something like this, it, it, it opens, your, opens your eyes. Um, to a lot of things. Um, the clip we played right before we we kicked off the um, this episode was was somewhat how I personified Kobe. Um, I became more of a fan and respected him a whole lot more post career than 
when he was an actual player. Now, granted, I, I've always been a fan of basketball, loved him as a player, but, you know, growing up a Warriors fan, he busted our ass forever. So it was, you know, it was always tough to grasp on to the Kobe legacy because he dominated my team for 20 years. But when you, when you, when you step away from the athlete and you peel back the layers and see the things you have access to see of him um, post-career or even during his career away from the game to see how hard he worked on his game. He, 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 he was never concerned about being better than Michael Jordan or, or, or being better than – he wanted to be the best version yeah. of himself. Mm-hmm. He worked that hard not so that he can break – MJ's records or do this and that. He did that so that Kobe Bryant can be remembered, so that Kobe Bryant can have the championships and and have the legacy, not to be boxed in as as competing with anybody else. You know what I mean? And I respected the hell out of the 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 whole Mamba mentality and the way that he attacked life after that with the same intensity like you it you literally did not um you probably didn't go a day without hearing something about Kobe after he retired like you still heard about moves he was making the 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 camps he was doing the 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 te- the, the the facility he created the um, books he wrote the, the Oscars books he, he, won, he, an Oscar. he won an Oscar like no I, I, no athlete has done that, and I don't think any athlete will ever do that. But it's 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 so amazing how someone you can literally probably at some point despise as a player, but respect and fully understand when a tragedy like this strike because it was so sudden. Like again, for me, the Michael Jackson was so sudden because he was prepping for a tour. Kobe was on his way to to practice with his with his team, or was it a tournament? His daughter. Yeah. He was on his way with his with his daughter and her teammates to meet to 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 to, to either practice or, or play a tournament. Like it was that's the thing that probably hurts people the most is the suddenness of it. You know what I mean? Like in life, we 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 all have either have or will at some point deal with tragedy. Like people grow old and you die. You know what I mean? That's just what life is. But, you know, when, when it's, you know, a grandparent or a month, like, you somewhat expect it if they're old and you kind of you kind of prep yourself, even though it's still hard, you know it might be coming. But when it's something like this that's so sudden and it's to someone who has touched so many lives in different ways, it hurts. You know what I mean? Like, like I said, I'm, you know... The, the difference between Phil's level of fandom and mine spread out probably very far. But I still feel the same impact that losing someone like a Kobe because, you know, again, the, the he's a, he was an inspirational figure. He was a great athlete, but he inspired to... But the, uh, then that's what I say, like, people who don't yeah. even play sports, like... It, the mama mentality, like you could take that anywhere, and it's like to me, it that's what that type of stuff made Kobe superhuman to me. Like he had superpowers, even though he didn't. 
it was like he made a way out of no way, no matter what the situation was. Like, I just felt like, I don't know, man. I just feel like Kobe is the type of guy, and that's how highly I think of him. Like, he's not Superman, but he's like, if there was anybody that could dissect a way out of that plane before it, like, Kobe would be the guy like, hey, we're doing it. Like, hey, we're doing this. We're going to bust this one. Hey, well, you go, I'm going to push you out, and I'm going I'm to figure We're going to figure it out before it lands. Like, even if I get all you guys out and I got to go, we're going to figure it out. And somehow, I'm going to make it land on his feet or land pleasant. So, that, like, but again, that's not realistic, but that's just what I thought but, of him. But what's funny, terms. what's funny about that point, and I was going to get to it sort of at the next, is that we, 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 superheroes clearly aren't real. You know, movies are movies and reality is reality. But a Kobe. Uh, a Michael Jackson, you know, people who you you grow up with and literally they feel like family and they they do these great things. They seem invincible, and and it's it's it, what makes it even tougher is you 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 start to put things into perspective. Like, damn, if my superheroes can go like that, like anybody what does that mean can. for me or anybody for, can. for everybody? Anybody can at at, a, at, a, at the drop of a dime, and you just don't know. That's what I feel like either hurts people the most or puts things in perspective. Because again, Kobe is a superhero to some. Michael Jackson was a superhero to me. You know, Elvis Presley was a superhero to some people. And when these people die suddenly, you you feel like like damn like. You know, you you truly get one shot at this. And that's why, I mean, that's why I always tell everybody I love them. Yeah. I just always try to just cherish. And memories, and I think another reason would tie me to Kobe. Like, he, I remember, it's just memories that he was, I feel like he was a part of. Like, he helped create me and my friends at the gym watching the game, talking mess when they're playing the Boston Celtics in the finals. Or we're at a basketball tournament in Las Vegas and we're watching the playoffs on TV. He hits a game winning shot. Me and my friends go crazy and then we go celebrate in the pool and we have a good time. Like memories that are top, like he's a part of that is not directly with him, but like with my friends and people that I care about most. So in a way, he's a part of that. So, like, we're going crazy in the room, roughhousing, and those are things that you can't get back. So, you think about, I just think about those type of things with Kobe as well. And, and I mean, and it just makes me look at life differently. I mean, and, you know, I, I, I'm always the type of person to reflect um, on life a lot, but it just really just makes you cherish every moment you have with people and just, you know, take a step back and, like, looking myself in the mirror like hey what do i gotta do better as just a person like i gotta go harder and it and it and it takes and it it shouldn't take something like this for us to like hit everybody in the face and say you gotta go harder or you know show love whatever the case may be but it's like when you guys are out there ignoring your significant others or your you know your family or whatever the case may be you don't know if that's and not saying of course you're not wishing it upon anybody but you don't know if that's going to be the last call that they make Mm -hmm. to you you don't know if that's going to be the last time that you speak to them Mm -hmm. so pick up the phone like even if you don't like 
just pick up the phone and say, I don't want to talk to you now or hear what they got to say or, you know, mend that, that beef that you had with somebody because you don't want the last memories of them to be you guys arguing or you guys fighting mm -hmm. or whatever it is. Like, just set your pride aside because you don't know when your time is going to come or their time is going to come and all the regrets is going to eat you up even more and it's going to kill you inside. And that's why I just try to continue to live with just telling everybody I love them. Always answer my phone, not ignoring your calls. Even if I don't want to talk, just letting you know, I don't want to talk or, you know, just, you know, creating these, these memories with people that will last a lifetime. Memories last forever. Mm -hmm. Like take pictures with people that you care about so you can look at these pictures and, you know, I remember when we were laughing at that park or at, at that party or, you know, at that event or like, remember when everybody was there at the wedding and we had a good time, mm -hmm. you know, just things like that, that I feel like are so like, I don't want to say underrated, but like <laughs> underappreciated yeah. in a way for the people, people take those things for granted. Like, oh, I'm going to talk to them tomorrow. Like tomorrow's not promised. Like, I'm oh, I'm going to talk to them. You know, like little things like that, like, oh, I'll text him back in a couple of days or, oh, I'll call her next week or whenever, blah, blah. And you don't know what they're calling you for. You might be needed. Like, you don't know what. So it just made me really think about just everything and just realize like a slap in my face, like, hey, all I hear Kobe saying to me is go harder, mm -hmm. like go harder. The job's not done. Like mm -hmm. go harder. Mama mentality, just finish, go harder, continue to go harder. I'm telling you, I, I since since this is since this happened, um, it's my uh, my my faith in things has always been weary. Like you know what I mean? I, I've you know you listen to this podcast, you've clearly heard us talk about religion and stuff like that, and you know it's things like this that when. I have questions, so many questions, and I saw, actually, I'm going to watch it um, again, but T.D. Jakes was on um, The Breakfast Club uh, today, and I heard a little clip of, 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 you know, what do you do when tragedy happens, and, you know, do you question your faith, do you question God, do you, do you get angry, and you, you and, and, the, and the answer is yes, you, you, you know, if someone who's been, who's someone who's been skeptical with religion, for as long as I have been, that starts to believe and, and have a better faith and have a better relationship with God and something like this happens, it's like, why? You know, this person who was doing so many great things and was going to continue to do great things, what, you know, what purpose would you have to take them now? And, you know, the response that I get is that, you know, God has a plan and, it's it's really difficult for me to to grasp with that idea just because you know again I've been skeptical for so long but I've been be beginning to to build a re better relationship with believing and understanding and having faith in the process but it's it's hard for me to understand the purpose for Kobe Bryant and his daughter and the only thing I could think of is God needed him more than us to make an impact on the world. Like that's the only thing that I could think. And of. that's the only good thing I've seen come from it is, is for people really to understand that you got to grab life and, and, and understand life. is. So precious. the first thing I posted when I was sort of, 
you know, coming out of the, the, you know, the initial impact of it was really thinking like tomorrow, tomorrow does not matter. If you can do it today and you can get it done today, do it. You know what I mean? That's, I, and it's not even like, I'm not turning into a motto. I'm not trying to, trying to, you know, sell nobody on it, but that's legit how you need to, to start living your life is, is you can grieve and you can be sad and, 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 and deal with the, the impact of, of a situation like this, but you gotta, you gotta keep living. You gotta stop putting it off. You gotta literally say tomorrow and, and either live. go, 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 you gotta live, go get it, go after it, you know, mend those fences, love and all like you got to do those things now because at some point you will not get the opportunity to and you will hate yourself for it. So I literally beg everyone to, you know, you deal with grief how you deal with it. Um, but, you know, when it comes to putting shit off that you can get done today, I strongly advise against that. You know what I mean? Just live, man. This, like, this, is, just... this has taught everyone to, to, to truly... Um, not take anything for granted, not take any moment for granted. Um, me myself, I was trying to get into a routine of, you know, because I've been I've been starting this this fitness journey, which I'm gonna start sharing with y'all a little more um, via the podcast and our vlog. But I've been trying to get focused on on getting my health right and get my fitness right. And I, you know, I've been planning to, you know, as soon as I get off work, I'm gonna go straight to the gym, you know, so I don't get home and get lazy. And, and complacent and then you know I come home and chill but literally this week I said F that because all I wanted to do was as soon as I got off work come home hang out with my daughter because if I go to the gym that's two hours that I'm gonna lose be able to spend time with her by the time I get home and I shower it's, it's, it's gonna be her to bedtime sleep. you know what I mean but mm -hmm. when I can just simply come straight home Hang, I don't go to bed till midnight anyway. I can hang out with my daughter, spend all the time I need to with her, let her go to bed, and then get the workout in. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's little changes like that in my life right. that this has helped, you know, an impact. And it's, I've, I've, it's been working. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm, as soon as I get my my kid knows I'm gonna be here by six, we hang out, play with her toys, do all of that. And, and she's in bed by 10, I'm in the gym, I'm home by 11.30, shower, in bed by midnight, like I normally am anyway. Yeah. So it's little changes like that that has made this affect me, but I know in the long run in terms of, you know, us attacking business, us with this podcast, us this just with life in general, like... You just gotta live, man. I mean, like, you're gonna it, see a change. It doesn't you're gonna matter. See it, man. Like, I just... I just, again, I just think, like I said, I've been thinking a lot. It doesn't matter. Like, I really, who cares if they talk about you? Who cares if someone doesn't like you? Love them anyways, man. Like, just, and I'm not saying you got to shower them with love, of course, if someone doesn't like you. But just, you don't have to be cruel to the person just because someone's mean to you. You don't have to, like, we worry a lot about what other people think about us instead of just living our life to the fullest because like we all like we've been saying tomorrow's not promised so if that person doesn't like you if you know if you have a beef with someone you know squash it ap apologize like 
it like because in reality like is that really affecting your life like is it really like what is it doing for you how is it helping you move forward like is it doing anything for you like, like is to, it that serious like to have like to even have hate in your heart it's only not helping you not move forward instead of helping you move forward so like and it, it like and does it like it's not what like i can't stress this enough what is it doing for like how is it affecting you like is it are you losing sleep at night because someone doesn't like you? Are you lo losing sleep at night? Go after that girl that you thought you never could have or thought you never would talk to. Go after that job or that dream that you thought you never would do or you're scared to do. Mm -hmm. Like, you only have one life. Yeah, if she says no, bet. You say no. If that job turns you down, bet. I'm going to go and I'm going to kill the next thing. Like, and that's what you learn. Like, I don't care if, I don't care if, no, if, Nobody wanted me to be if no, like, and that's how I just feel about life now. If nobody wanted me to be with my girl, and I wanted to, I'm gonna be with her anyways because I love her and it's my life. Mm -hmm. If she, if if you did something, or she did something that you felt like she couldn't get up, like you couldn't get over, but you could get over, and she wanted to work it out with you, it's it's at the point where like, hey, if you guys are happy, you want to work it out, hey, figure it out. I don't even care because in reality, it's none of, nobody's lives but yours, and you only have one life. So as long as you're happy, that's all that should matter about life, mm -hmm. about being happy, creating memories, killing everything, like literally everything in your way. Just go kill and just go be the best that you can at it, whether it's pursuing a new career, whether it's sports, whether it's in the gym, like Danny said, like regardless of what it is, just kill everything, man. Mm -hmm. if, if that door over there closes, go over here, open this one. If that door closes, go back over and open this one. If that one closes open the window climb through the window if the window's locked go open the the do the doggy door if you have to but you you got to keep going you got to keep pushing forward you got to keep progressing you can't let nothing stop you from getting from either getting to where you want to get to or being as happy as you can be doing whatever it is that you're doing nothing can stop you or hold you back except for you and and I'm praying that you know this tragedy can can sort of it's just gonna wake everybody every, up. It's man. gonna wake us up and bring us closer. Because I mean, that's why I've been. And again, this is something that I I know that I've been good at. Of course, I'm gonna continue. But like I I always, no matter what, I'm gonna tell you I love you. If you don't hear me, guess what? I'm gonna tell you I love you again. If you ignore me telling you, because sometimes as men we feel like it's it's. A weakness for us to be vulnerable to tell another man that we love him like oh it's gay or oh oh that's not hard of me or whatever but i'm gonna tell you i'm always gonna be transparent with my feelings and tell you how i feel and i feel like us as men we need to be more in touch with our emotional side it doesn't mean we're soft i mean we're men men have emotions we're human beings we bleed and we breathe just like any other person so I'm going to always tell you I love you regardless. And, man, we need to start telling each other we love each other more. We need to start calling each other more. We need to start picking up the phone and, and arranging things to hang out. Like, granted, yes, of course we hang out when we go to parties, but let's start doing other things. Like, let's do things that help us grow together and just create more memories. I'm never going to stop telling, telling my friends I love them, regardless if they say it back. If they act like they don't hear me, I'm going to say it again. Okay? Just, a, just a side note. Um, pops. I'm coming to see you. I'm coming to Miami. We're going to talk. 
and that's been one of the toughest things for me to have to deal with because everybody knows that I have issues with 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 that dude. But uh, look at man, I'm getting a flight. Man, go see my dad. This is my biggest smile, y'all. Y'all don't understand. I'm gonna see my dad. I haven't um, smiled this big. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. It, it, work is getting kind of crazy coming up, man, because I got some tours I'm working on and a lot of traveling. But in the midst of all that, I, I'm coming to see my pops, man, because again, you know, when like this go down, you you don't want you don't want to regret, you know. God forbid something happen, and and you know, n- nothing gets resolved. I I will feel no matter how how bad of a situation. Uh, my, me and my dad's relationship has been. Um, in reality, it's not. It's it's not worth not talking about. So I just want to put that out there. If if, wow. if pops is listening to the podcast, if any of my family listen, I'm going to see pops. If anybody trying to ride out to Miami with me, uh-huh. we'll go turn up, have some conch fritters, and and, and go eat at and, Auntie's house. And Auntie oh, Barbara man. better cook some food. We pull up. But, um, that excites me, and that just shows, like, man, everybody can grow and set their yeah, pride man. aside, and it's just, man, it's, it's big, man. Like this is this was a big deal to people, man. This was this was something that, you know, people felt like they lost a, a friend. You know what I mean? Like I said, Kobe wasn't, you know, I wasn't the biggest Kobe fan, but you know, to me, it's like I feel like I, you know, I lost a stepbrother, but that still hurts. You know, Phil felt like he lost a best friend. It's it if it affects it affects everyone, and it, it's it's up to you to, you know, as hard as it is to turn something like this into a positive, and and take it and and try to use it as fuel to to again keep pushing forward, man. There's there shouldn't be you should you don't have any excuse from this point, really. You know what I mean? Like someone as successful as inspiring as great as this man was and to no longer be with us it's nobody has an excuse you know you clearly that's proof that at some point your 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 number's gonna get called do what you have to do while you here while you have the time to do so to like we we said mend those fences Go get that no job. Regrets. Go after that dream. You know, kick down that door. No you know, regrets. Take that trip. You know, holler at that girl. You know, all of that shit, man. Take advantage of the the one life you have. Because, you know, at some point, you, you either ain't going to have it or you ain't going to be able. You don't want either of those two things to happen and then to live with regret. So. I think, I honestly think, I mean, God is telling us to, hey. I need more love in the world. Like, yeah, man. They're, they're just, I did, because I mean, in a world where there's so much hate and you know there's so much going on. I mean, Donald Trump is our president. You know, just just so many like you know just everything we see on social media. There's not enough love. There's just not enough love. You, I mean, and again, the world. I mean, living is an amazing thing, but I mean, I, I honestly think he's just like in a. Granted, I mean, this tragedy shouldn't have to, have to like, make have us, to wake you right, up to live your make life. us spread more love, but start showing love. Like, hate does nothing for you. 
it just make it just eats you up inside and it just messes you up and it just blocks your blessings just start showing love like no matter what it is the smallest thing celebrating small victories like regardless of how small it is celebrating it with your people and you know just like again i just like to i mean i just want everybody to just continue to lead with love and no matter what apologize set your pride aside i'm sorry like regardless of what it is it doesn't matter yeah man. you know yeah like, man I've, I've been like i said man i've been i've had issues with my pop since i was 12 me and recently me and my brothers been having issues but listen man i love all y'all i love my brothers i love my pops i love everybody literally just love everybody like there's no if hands or buts about it you know what i mean everyone knows that even if I had issues with you, I'd give the shirt off my back to anybody. I'd give an organ if I needed to. I would I murder if that. I had to. I believe For that. anybody that I love. So, not to say that because I'm able to, to do this, you should. But, you know, think about it. You know what I mean? It's, it's just not worth it, man. Chase every dream you have. But Chase listen, every dream you have. Every single dream. Before we get out of here, um, <laughs> you know... Some people with, with ways to grieve, um, you know, some people like to just shut down and, you know, kind of lock themselves up, man. I'm one of the type of people that, you know, at some point during the sadness, you know, I got to get a laugh in. And I've been seeing some of the funniest posts, man. I want to I I I sort of leave on a positive note uh, with either some good memories of Kobe or some funny <laughs> you've seen recently. I'll tell you the one thing I saw. It was, I, I can watch it right now. And it's the him and the Jalen Rose commercial. <laughs> the dude's like, what drink do you want, Mr. Brian? He's like, oh, I'll take a vodka martini. And Jalen Rose is standing right there. And he's like, oh, how many olives? He looks up at Jalen Rose and says, 81. <laughs> Jalen Rose is just looking. He was just looking at Jalen. He's just looking at him. And he's like, no, oh, I'm just kidding. Man. I'll take two. It's a joke. For I me. mean, I've been seeing him all over Twitter. But <laughs> they've been, they, those have honestly made me laugh. Like yeah. the Lou Will one. Did you see Lou Will? Yeah, when he's tweeting. Yeah, yeah. He's like, he's like yeah. <laughs> Hey, but Lou Will has a couple. Like he, they was in Portland. He said they was soft. So he said he took everybody's covers. He said y'all ain't wearing my shirts. <laughs> like uh, what? Like how much of an animal do you really gotta be? Like real, to like, go for your whole team and take and take all your kicks, shoes. Like these are soft. mine. I own these. Like y'all not, not wearing, wearing my covers. <laughs> Y'all saw. Like every memory just with him and Shaq, the lob, like I just been I mean, I feel for Shaq and you know, all the Laker teammates that he was yeah. close to. Palinka, you know, Rob Palinka, they're best friends basically. Like it's just crazy to think about, but like man, Lou Will, Nick Young, I remember him and Kobe talking talking mess at practice. I mean, there's so many memories. I remember yeah. Kobe been 5K to Gerald Wallace on the free throw line and then made it like it was nothing. Like I saw I saw a tweet that said uh that said uh as soon as soon as Kobe got to heaven and saw David Stern he slept shit out of him. For Vito and C P yeah, they've been having they've been hilarious having ones, man. It's it's I feel like I feel like you know, this is never gonna feel normal to people, man. This is gonna hurt for a long time and for years upon years to come, man. But for you know, the transition to go from grieving to seeing people smile again, people laugh again, while still grieving, um, 
it's a tremendous sign, you know what I mean, to grieve so hard for somebody, but then able to to now smile again and now laugh again um, at certain, you know, memories, certain jokes or certain things that you see. Um, I feel like that's the true power that someone great has is that to, to have the ability to grieve over them, but then still know you got so many great memories to go back on and and watch and look and so many things to learn from. I'm, I'm so thankful that he did so many interviews post-career, mm-hmm. so many gems we can go to be watching all to, to, to either learn or soak up knowledge and, and apply to our lives, man. I'm just so thankful that um, all of that is still here. You know what I mean? So, you know, like I said, we, we wanted to dedicate this entire episode to, to Kobe, man. KB24, um, love you, Kobe. GG. Kobe, GG. Everybody else. People, man. Um, Reach out to your family. Tell yeah, them you man. love them. Go, Talk go to after them. it, man. My, mama mentality, man. Like, that's, that's, that's it. So many levels to it, man. It's not just about sports, man. Go after. Go after whatever it is, you know what I'm saying? That happiness, that 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 you know, get get all that that weight off your back, man, and, and just live, man. That's that's I believe that's what what Kobe was here to do. He was here to to show people that in the moment, if there's a goal, I'm gonna give a damn. I'm gonna go get it. I'm, I'm gonna go shoot free throws on a on a torn Achilles because I'm gonna show you that I don't give a damn about the pain. I still have a job to do and I'm going to go do it. So again, man, this episode of the Thank Me Later podcast, man, was dedicated to you, Cole. We appreciate you. Everything you've done for not only the sports world coming from two athletes, but all the humanitarian work you've done, the philanthropy you've done, being a father to four Goddamn girls, which is what I feel I probably headed towards for being a scumbag in life. You need <laughs> girls to get you right. And that's probably what did it for Kobe was being a girl dad. I don't think he he really didn't need a boy, man. He had his his homie there and and it's tough, man. But but we still here, we gonna ride. I'm pretty sure everyone who's a fan is gonna take that mama mentality and and and, and roll with it, man. So um we appreciate you, man. Love you, Cope. Thank you for that everything. That being said, man. this is the Thank Me Later podcast, man. We're going to catch y'all later. And we out of here. Love y'all. Thank me later. Yeah, I know what I said. What I said. But later doesn't always come. So instead.